0: Super GG Radio is an NPR of Illinois Community Voices podcast and brought to you by our Patreon and the Giving for Good Network. The GG Network is a platform for content creators to elevate independent artists while leveraging Patreon for charity. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you can have a say in what we make, what indie games we cover, and help spread the word. Find us at patreon.com slash superggradio or givinggood.network to learn more.
1: what's good internet welcome to session 139 of super gg radio that didn't feel natural you know that intro written for some reason even though it's the same as it's always been i don't know i'm off it's been a week uh we're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent this week we actually have our extra life recap so if you missed it spoilers all around for everything that you saw the 24-hour streams we also have joel Wit this week hey what's up joel
0: It's great to be here, and
1: also to sleep, and and be awake, which is something we always underestimate a bit. Oh, for sure. And, like, showering has been fantastic. Also around this week,
2: Eric Getty-Gettinger. What's up, Getty? Dude, it's Thursday. I'm still recovering. Right? Right? (laughs) Yeah, things are still a little foggy,
1: which is, like, fantastic for me. This is nuts. I, yeah, I
0: handled the staying awake part pretty well compared to the last uh, two years, but like this This is like the worst hangover that just will not end. I, I fell asleep on the couch like nine o'clock every night this week.
1: Oh see I've been I've been staying up to my like my normal time, so I'm like going to bed at one, but I'm still just like hazy, which is like fantastic. Uh well you know, let's hope we have a productive podcast. Uh, so this week we catapult our butts at people in early adopters, weird sentence. <laughs> Uh, Joel talks Halo in the news, uh, because it's the only thing he put in news. I filled it in. And then we recap our favorite moments from the 24-hour streams.
2: He just bust you, dude. Yeah, I did. (laughs) And you didn't even put in the Halo news, it was me. There we go. But first, early adopters, where we play
1: alphas, betas, and games we made Getty play while he was falling asleep.
2: Yeah, straight up, not fair. (laughs)
1: Uh, Getty, do you want to handle the first one? Uh, we, you played, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank Video you. Game Fables. We, during our stream, we still try to get the content out and, uh, keep things thematic. So we do have early adopters during our 24-hour stream. And in this case, we played three games. The first game being Video Game Fables. Getty, tell me about Video Game Fables.
2: Video Game Fables is in uh, a few words voxel RPG I would I would actually go as far as to say that it's probably a JRPG based on the mechanics that we saw uh, it felt very akin to like Final Fantasy I'd say 6 with some of the different class abilities that, that people had but uh, there wasn't a terrible amount of story that was covered the gameplay for video game fables was combat it was just giving you a taste of the different battle abilities that each character had and it did it in kind of a a fun and cute way the banter between the characters on screen was informative but also fourth wall breaking
1: okay okay now the other, the, the kind of other wrinkle that I felt like was uh, a little bit of more of a twist on that was the timeline, being able to move your characters around within a timeline for the battle sequences.
2: hmm Yeah.
1: Which I couldn't find what was necessarily as advantageous, considering that enemies' attacks always appeared on the timeline. I didn't feel like there was a way to move their, their attacks back or forth in the
2: timeline there wasn't a way to move theirs back but the idea was that you can move your characters on the timeline so you can you can move your time your character's attack as far back as you want and uh, occupy a space on the timeline so that your opponent doesn't get the first attack during that time uh, that was the only thing that i could tell was advantageous for it but you you make a good point alex because you would think with something like that a mechanic there would also be abilities to push people back or advance people on the time I, there's got to be a better way to call it timeline
0: so I I thought I caught it happening Like when you were placing down some of your lines Getty, I would see before the attack phase went it move shift forward where the first scheduled attack would bump off the map uh, I don't know how it triggered but like There has to be a logic behind it. And I I could see it made sense to... Let's say the next upcoming turn, all three of them were scheduled to hit you. And maybe you only had one attacker on that turn. If you could use your placement to bump forward that next attack and avoid a really rough session, then it might help you sort of like blunt damage or set the stage well for really whomping on the enemy. But uh, I, I never figure out how you do that.
2: Yeah. It was kind of tricky. It was, it was kind of a cute game. It didn't overall feel complete. I know that a lot of the games that we're playing on here, sometimes it's just a proof of concept, but I would have liked a little bit more depth to it. I So the coolest part of it was the abilities, and some of them were as funny as like a sleep attack, but the sleep attack takes the form of your character... Uh, changes into an innkeeper's outfit and uh, throws like a pillow at the enemy which is that very was kind of neat yeah uh, another other stuff you know it was like an airship attack it was a wind-based attack and like an airship actually like came out of nowhere and blew on the enemies so those are kind of neat and then it gave you the opportunity to heal after every battle which entirely felt necessary. I think I feel like there was one more gameplay mechanic that we found. Oh, uh, leveling up! So, <laughs> as you completed battles, you could essentially level up your characters, or if you wanted to, you could just remove all the experience and not <laughs> have anybody leveled up. But that gives you the opportunity to like put make it hard mode, I guess, right? Uh, there has to be uh, something to it because I I'm not sure what the advantages of doing that are. Uh, i know if you think back to final fantasy 9 there was that one dungeon that you had to equip your weakest weapons for it was like a reverse dungeon scenario mm-hmm. yeah so maybe it's something along those lines where uh maybe you can't get into certain areas or you aren't able to do as much damage if your characters are high powered or max level something along those lines that there's probably more to explore and unpack there, but nothing that we could tell during the beta test. Again, it was also pretty limited, so
1: it was more about getting a feel for the combat than it was like actually like seeing what like the depth of everything else was. It was more just getting that feel. So, video game fables, uh, it, you know, it's worth it's it's worth checking out uh, our 24 hour stream. I'm I'm editing that down into the little mini chunks. So then they will be put on our YouTube channel. So, uh, you should feel free to check out our section on Video Game Fables. The next game that we played was called My Way. My Way... <laughs> you are, uh, for <laughs> yeah. all for all intents and purposes, a crash test dummy.
2: That's good, yeah.
1: Okay. And you would click on the angles of the room. So, you would click on the left wall... Than uh the ceiling and the the right wall but when you would do that you're plotting out your you're plotting out your course to where your character is going to torpedo himself towards and bounce and ricochet off those angles the more ricochets and the further you go in a single ricochet the faster your speed will go you are being attacked uh in a uh, super hot-like fashion, where everything is kind of slowed down to a snail's pace. You plot out your attacks in these ricochet movements, and you kill the enemies in the room, and then you move on to the next room. Joel, what did you think of my way?
0: Uh, I'm going to coin a new phrase here, or a term. Hit me. Uh, geometry shooter.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Ge- Geometry shooter. So, th- this whole game, like you said, it's about plotting out your course from where you're located to where the enemy dummy you need to hit. But the thing is, you're choosing angles based off of where you're being shot at, where the enemy's at, what other walls you have to ricochet off of uh, to sort of get around him and bash your butt into his head. Uh, <laughs> so, these kind of games, like, you are not just, like, plotting. Course, but you're also sort of bouncing back and forth to build that momentum, and then have you really zip at them at the most powerful you can. And I, I enjoyed this game a lot. I, I wish there was more to play. I, I know that's the point of it being a demo or a beta, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot of comedy to the way they sort of set up the dummies to hit each other. Uh, the challenges were pretty decently varied at the start the start pretty
1: basic but then you're sort of shooting around laser walls and stuff um going through laser grid traps and and the the some of the guys they go from having like one like a kind of a single shotgun to like having like a rapid fire assault rifle that and they are quicker to turn so you have to really plot out those angles pretty quick
0: yeah the, the one thing i'd like to see and i'm not sure what the sort of style of this game that they do it but like some sort of other tweets because it's almost like a course you have to go through and it'd be cool if there were options like portals so like if you if you had different like a portal on one wall and then like a portal on the other side where the enemy's at or something or setting up some interesting like angle considerations you need to take in it uh stuff like that like some optional stuff that you can deploy during the different matches or rounds
1: yeah that see that would be cool or um you know having uh guns that's you know having like them having a shotgun so it like sprays and like you have to like avoid this whole section or you know there, yeah there's a lot to kind of go uh as far as what we saw that you know with the very basic um including the laser grid was still even like a, a thing that we had to account for you know we like oh, okay we have to figure out how to get through the laser grid first you know
0: or what What if they're, like, themed rounds or levels where, like, it's Crash Test, test Dummy here, and I'm assuming that's going to be the whole game, but, like, what if one was, like, Feudal Japan and you were some sort of, like, ninja or a samurai, and you, when you bounce back and forth, you're hitting the enemy with, like, a sword and just nice and, bl- you know, bloody and... <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe? I don't know, I feel like you could just achieve the same thing by putting wacky hats on everybody at that rate which by the end he's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean I would I would also accept it just being a hat. <laughs> it's just <laughs> and and a sword on the dummy. Get this man a hat right now. Give it like a really cheap stage play backdrop.
2: Yeah, I would want to see more diversity in the the levels. It was One of the things that shined the most in my way was the deaths, the way that you would collide and like Superman punch into enemies and their heads would explode. Or uh, the joke is that you could butt smash the guy in the face and his head would explode. It's all random. So whenever you do whatever angle you're hitting uh,
1: your character, your character like Kung Fu kick, Superman punch or like, yeah, just straight butt shot. You'll just be hitting them in the face with your butt and killing the enemies. So it's it's got a good twist. It's very funny. And I don't think I've seen anything like this before, which is why, you know, why we do this podcast.
2: It's quick. You could easily play the demo and everybody made it out in under a minute. If you consider that at the end, it does a recap of how you flew through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think everybody had under a minute.
1: It does the, the super serves. hot
2: fast forward of how fast yeah. you were bouncing and ricocheting, everything like
1: that, so... Very fun. Very fun. Next, that was my way. Now, Dark Pictures, House of Ashes. Getty and Joel, this is your this is your jam. Yeah, one of your favorite. I want to give a
2: super GG shout out to Alex Ramos, who inadvertently no, he totally (laughs) killed several characters on purpose.
1: It was absolutely not on purpose. They were. Very, very much just a, like, happenstance. Like, he accidentally shot somebody, and then later on... Ain't no accident about that. He shot somebody, like, the first hour, and then, like, five hours later, they're like, oh, by the way, that guy's bleeding, because he was (laughs) shot four hours Uh ago. He wasn't even around. He was just like, we were like, oh, man, he killed some guy.
0: It it, it wasn't that he wasn't trying to shoot him. It's that he was a bad shot, because the ground was crumbling under him, (laughs) as he tried, right? Yeah, he didn't have
2: true. to shoot. There was the option not to shoot. Yeah, but Ramos chose violence that day. Yeah, he <laughs> always chooses violence. It's clear.
1: It wasn't on purpose. But it was very funny, though, the fact that like he had to go and then was like, wait wait,
2: wait, wait, what happened? Did Ramos kill somebody? It's a happy tradition that we have for our... At least the last two years, we've done the Dark Picture games that have been released... Uh, last year it was Little Hope and this year was House of Ashes and I think that House of Ashes was definitely very interesting. I, I thought that it got kind of uh, crazy towards the end and we won't go into complete spoilers because if you want to watch it's it's going to be interesting for you or if you haven't played yet then good on you and I hope you enjoy it but uh I think that we need to continue to do this as long as they make these games or, you know, spice it up and find other games that are similar to this because it, it is a lot of fun. The way that they set up the movie night where you pass the controller between people, it makes sure that everybody's involved. And that's one of the things that helps us uh, not die during Extra Life is to make sure everybody's involved in the games that we're playing.
0: And, and that game really goes on a journey through its story. Uh, because it starts as this, uh, I mean, just not spoiling just the start, but you, you're a military outfit that are landing in Iraq for a mission that then finds you in sort of, uh, uh, shorthand, we'll say the descent, although not really kind of situation. Uh, but the places it goes, like we, we got to probably what was like apt to, Through act two, yeah. I was thinking, like, okay, this is gonna wrap up. This seems like we're heading towards a conclusion, and then just it pulls the rug out under your feet so hard within
2: like a minute bonkers, (laughs) yeah. It was straight up bonkers. I was like, oh, oh, hell no, what's going on? And then we'd lost three characters in like pretty quick succession, yeah,
1: yeah. The end, the end where we just had like characters, like, oh god, I tripped, you're like, no which like in fairness
0: the end is always sort of a winnowing point if you yeah. haven't done everything perfectly like most of these characters have the opportunity to die before the third act but it's, it's kind of like an until dawn spoilers but like an until dawn the last sequence is trying to get out of this house where all the wendado are just like swarming you and one wrong button turn is just death for one or two people easily in that section and it's it's the same
2: way for the shorter ones
1: yeah, and in this one, uh, I think it, I, I think I missed one button prompt, and that got somebody killed as well.
2: Yep, you missed a uh, like kicking a zombie. No, or it, a no, it was like
1: th- uh, that, or then it was also like, which one do you shoot? Do you shoot this or do you shoot that? And I was like, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Who was who played? Uh, what was their favorite character? What's his name?
2: Uh,
0: that was Ramos. Yeah, but he played the best character in the game. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Salim,
0: was it Salim? Salim, Salim. Salim. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he had yes.
2: a lot of character development, and it wasn't the same for all the characters. Obviously, they kind of pick and choose, but he was the least jackass e of everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Salim tried really hard to kind of like come around and to be uh, someone of value and growth. You know, was always trying to like see the benefit of the doubt. But I guess that's how we played them, right? You know, a little bit you throw in your own you know. A, a
0: little bit. Yeah. They, they sort of give you the predispositions of the characters to start with, so they'll introduce them and it'll have like a couple uh, characteristics so it'll be like arrogant and reserved, you know. And then you can make choices that are contrary to that. And it'll sort of give you a dial about how it changes your relationship with that person. Uh, but you sort of end up wanting to sort of play to their characteristics almost just to see like what would make more sense for that character. Right. And the other thing, the other thing I liked too, is is that these choices, like it makes you think that every choice matters to some degree, but obviously some don't, but it's hard to tell which is which, which is good. And then that's sort of like, branching tree decision tree of like uh we got these two forks in the road we're gonna choose this one path like that section with salim there's a section where he has the choice between shooting something coming at him or something coming at one of your teammates and who you choose directly impacts the story at the end very much so so. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's really I don't know. I, this stuff hits all the right buttons for me. It's like doing that choose-your-own-adventure book, except in gameplay form. And and they're decent stories too. Like all, all of them have been pretty solid. Like uh, watch at home movie night
1: kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it's. I think that it's like a perfect co, uh, co-op game. That again, you can pass the controller back for couples, uh, for groups of people. It's a good party experience that I feel like anybody can really participate. There's not too much. There's not a lot of action, really. So moving the stick, hitting the right button input, uh, walking and looking around, it doesn't take a lot. So I think that it doesn't take like the best gamer to play this game. And that's what's fun. But that was Dark Pictures House of Ashes. I look forward to more of this next year. And we saw that trailer.
2: That trailer. Oh, yeah. It was I'm something. not not sorry episode. guys we're definitely <laughs> playing it it's horrifying the devil inside people should check out that one but let's take a break we'll be right back <laughs>
1: Hey news, we are breaking all kinds of extra life records, which we did close to fourteen hundred dollars. I think we get, I think we got fourteen hundred, right, Getty? What was the final total of our extra life raising money? Uh, it was hold, almost
0: thirty-five hundred. Hold
2: on, oh, no, hold we're moving on, past that hold awkward on.
1: sentence, Getty. We're moving past the the awkward sentence. <laughs> no, was no, it no,
2: fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my God, thirty-five hundred. We got close 3, to thirty-five hundred. There we go. I'm glad you
1: didn't also pinpoint the fact that I said it really awkwardly.
2: So, I d- just accept that this episode is hot garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're a mess. So uh, we're pretty happy about our e- how our Extra Life experience. But since we missed an episode, we missed a ton of news. We got a bunch of news. And we're here to talk about it. First piece of news. Uh, Joel, you said there was some Halo bullshit. What's going on? Again, I did not write this <laughs> down. <laughs> Uh, did you play the
0: halos i I did play the halos i I played a handful of rounds the halos is good uh it it is a free-to-play game in that there is currency you earn to spend in game for either cosmetics or maybe a battle pass
1: yes i'm told That that the battle pass they're redoing because uh there is some stuff in there that people aren't having fun with like you have to do certain challenges, and people will log into a match, do the challenge, then just dip. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that's causing a lot of people frustration in matches.
0: Yeah, I I feel like there were problems with that in Destiny 2 back when I played that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not have those experiences. Now, grant you, I'm playing casual play. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing any competitive stuff, so I've got low expectations about the kind of teamsmanship that we're going to get. So. I haven't personally experienced that. Uh but I have seen what you've seen, some people chiming in and saying that.
1: I have a neighbor across uh my hall that's like a he's a QAnon guy. And I texted him the other day, I'm like, Hey and he was like talking about he's like, I'm playing Halo four and then like I texted him and I was like, Hey man, new Halo came out and he's like, Oh are you serious? And then uh like I like I went I worked all day and then he texted me at the end of the day and goes, I played like nine hours of this. <laughs> Like Jesus, dude! Yeah, all right,
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I've heard JFK Jr. is playing
1: Halo Infinite somewhere. That sounds right, but I, you know, I don't have the wherewithal to to say whether that's true or not. He he does though. He's done research. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to touch that. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> I set that one up. I thought that was good. Fine. Uh, Multiverse. Uh, is it called Multiverse or no? Called Multiverse like versus yeah. v e r s u s. I think multi like versus that. multi is versus the, free to the, play. Yeah. The Warner brothers, uh, free and the to Warner play. <sighs> no, not yet. Nice. Dot. Nice. No, they're, they're DLC, uh, is the Warner brothers kind of property. Uh, that is a, what was the term we're coming for, Coming with this. It's it's a brawler.
0: They they called it a platform fighter in some places. Okay,
1: platform fighter or brawler. Okay. And uh, has the likes of Batman, Harley Quinn, Arya Stark, which is kind of wild, Shaggy, uh, Steven Universe. There's a lot of There's some good characters, but it's also just kind of wild. They're going for... Uh, really good voice actors as well. They have the Batman animated series voice actor. I thought I saw Shaggy was, um, oh, who, what's his name? Cause he's in the good girls. Holy crap. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. I think my that, brain,
0: my brain went to Fred Willard for some reason. though. No, <laughs> it's, but it's close. It's That's
1: close. Fred Willard. It's I, oh, man. I'm going to, I'm pulling it up. Getty. I'm Googling. Matthew Lillard. There you go. Matthew I was Lillard. halfway there. So I believe it's uh, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Uh, it's a pretty wild cast. Uh, from what I've seen, they have a trailer. Uh, they have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I think it looks good. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, we, Me and Joel signed up to be beta testers on that. And we'll see what happens from there.
0: Daddy, they made Shaggy a Super Saiyan. Sweet. That's real stupid. Like- yeah, no no joke, like they they took a meme and,
1: <laughs> and baked
0: it into this game.
1: And, yeah, well, if well, you look he well he like he flexes and his shirt shatters off. It like, yep. gets real. Yeah, real wild. So, uh I I just think it's I just it's very funny to throw in a very adult themed characters like Arya Stark. That's where I'm at with this is that it's very funny to see with the with the actual actress uh fighting next to Batman.
0: So what Warner Brothers movie character would you want to see in this? Tom Hardy Mad
1: Max.
2: Anybody else? It's a Who good call. Yeah. Um I don't know, you already got Batman and and Superman. I wonder if they're gonna No, I think they're just pulling them straight from the cartoons. Yeah that's tough. I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but I feel like we already asked this question. Our Zendaya owner, asked, from Dune. We asked who would you main, didn't we? I want I want the dude from Tenet.
1: Ooh, Joel. They could throw in The Conjuring. Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Dude and his wife. Let's see what else we got? Matthew McConaughey from Interstellar. That'd be weird. Detective Pikachu. Well, wait. He's already in
2: there. Yeah, that's confusing. I don't think they can do that. Uh, <laughs> Michael it King, looks like you could get Tom Tom uh, Cruise, Edge of Tomorrow. You can get some Sherlock Holmes action, maybe. Uh, LeBron James. Yep. There we go. Uh, Anybody see. from the Matrix? Uh, Lynn Emmanuel. Do you think they he could t- get Lawrence Fishburne to do? Was it Morpheus from? Uh the matrix that'd be cool i'm into that yeah i'd play that he was in a car commercial
0: playing basically morpheus at some point
1: get the clown from it Ooh, get the get the get the penguins from happy feet oh and brendan Fraser from the looney tunes movie is bill
0: murray in anything wb I i feel
2: like it have to imagine at some point you get beetlejuice yeah, I I mean, it, I mean,
0: the first uh, I mean, the first uh Looney Tunes basketball movie, uh
1: <laughs> Space Jam. Mel Gibson. <laughs> first Space
0: Jam used in that. Nope. Mel Gibson, Gibson
1: He's canceled. There we go. That's what I was thinking. Blade Runner.
2: You don't even like those movies.
1: That's a, well, I I do like those movies.
2: No, whenever I add a reference to the podcast about Blade Runner, you're like, this doesn't even make sense. I don't know what a replicant is. Yes, because I've seen those movies exactly once. You didn't even like them, so... They're great.
1: Continuing (laughs) on. Uh, Wolfstride, the anime uh, card game that we beta tested on this show, releasing December 7th. So, very cool.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, congrats. Congrats. Hunt Showdown, a PlayStation uh, first-person shooter, uh, becoming a TV show, as well as Earthworm Jim, is becoming an animated series. Thoughts on either?
0: Who remembers Earthworm Jim? (laughs) I do. I
1: do more than I'd like.
0: I'm thinking, like, beyond our audience. Like, you know, I clearly this has to be something just focused at, like, our age or around our age, right? Because I don't. I can't imagine there's any fondness for Earthworm Jim.
2: Exactly what I remember. There was already an Earthworm Jim animated series in 1995. So I. Yeah. What do you want from us? There's no Earthworm Jim game. This is targeting us. Why? I just. Why are you targeting me?
1: (laughs) If you played those games you would know that this is ripe for a TV show, and yes, I do remember that old TV show. Yeah, they have, it like, is. a lot
2: of weird characters. But they haven't had a game out in forever. Uh, they're not doing any remakes, remasters, uh, are I'm, they? For,
1: well, first off,
2: they? Uh, they
1: did have a game uh, recently. Um, <laughs> and, and it was? It wasn't very good. And also, that the creator has come out as problematic. Well... Uh, let me see the last game this is great they
0: they just, look, they just know you're gonna eat the same thing that they repackage and shovel into your mouth okay just, <laughs> that's uh that's where we are it's, it's the same people eating the, the leftovers reheated in the microwave
2: alright, I'll take my reheated earthworm gym how much? How much earthworm Jimmy eaten? One, because that's how many there are. I was gonna say probably no more than one season's worth. Hmm. All right, so okay. that's that's done. We don't need to talk about that anymore. How about this? Uh, Yakuza <laughs> Studio working on a new franchise. I
1: thought you'd be hyped on that, Getty, because they have now will be a third franchise after going from Yakuza to Judgment and now a third one.
2: Yeah, I heard the Judgment. I have the first one trying to make my way through it but i guess it's not going anywhere they're abandoning it for now there's been
1: problems with uh some of the publishing of it and them not wanting to leave pc or not wanting to be on pc
2: yeah okay so
1: because of that, they're starting to fight with their publisher. That's why they're talking about not making a third uh, Judgment game. But I hear good things about that second one. So I feel like you should continue on that path.
2: Yeah. I'll see what that I can feels do. Like,
1: that feels like such a weird thing to say,
0: like, I don't want to be on PC. Like It's it's explicitly going out of your way to say I don't want to be in a, another market where people could buy my things.
1: I think it's more that, that like that's a Japan thing where japan doesn't feel they they are very they have they're very old-fashioned but also they have very specific like stigmas Mm. towards what that means for the quality of a game the integrity of a game giving people access to assets yeah
2: i could see that being a concern not wanting people to mess around with it so
1: and considering that like these actors are very closely guarded. There's very specific instructions on how you are to use these these actors. Characters. Yeah. Well it's more like it's it's more the face of the actor. Just like if, you know, an actor in Japan gets caught with say drugs, they are removed from previous games. Like they will go and relaunch games with actors removed. So it's like that strict that they'll do the opposite too. They'll remove actors. Also, they don't want people to mess with the actors. Kind of like in Beyond Two Souls, where the David Cage's
0: Quantum Dreams uh, made her whole body model anatomically correct.
1: Elliot Smith? Not Elliot. Smith. Wow, that was. S- excuse me. Uh, Elliot, Elliot Page. Page. Yeah, Elliot okay. Smith. That was a weird one. That's a. I haven't listened to Elliot Smith in a long time.
2: <laughs> right. I should. I should. Should I? Should I listen to Elliot Smith again? You could do that, or you could do Mario Kart Circuit 2.0. Ooh, okay. Uh, Mario Kart Circuit
1: has released. A terrible uh, segue. <laughs> that's pretty good. I liked it. Uh,
0: Daddy, I think you should be the host. <laughs> no, don't. It's too much. Your, your your desire to want to get this done and over with would be an asset. It would. <laughs>
1: I'm here to. La- I'm making it go as long as possible. Uh, so Mario Kart Circuit is going 2.0, meaning they're adding new race course style stuff,
2: as well as, I think, some new carts. Man, I played this. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It it worked surprisingly well for
0: a phone game.
1: I think we're talking about two different things. Hmm. I'm thinking really? a live home circuit.
0: Wait, are you talking about that thing where you set it up and it makes your... Like bedroom or yes, there we floor go. The hmm, and the the app is cheaper.
2: Yeah, that's don't weird. you have to purchase every piece of track for this thing? I yes, I don't think that's
0: cool. well. It's not quite how it works. I think there's sort of like checkpoint things that it runs through, right? Okay, and there, there are cardboard track lines too. Yeah, but.
2: but I thought you could purchase additional parts to it
1: and now the, well, they're, they're adding now new adjustments new pieces new new carts okay. making multiplayer easier they're doing a lot of stuff
2: with so it. some of that stuff didn't exist before okay i thought we were talking about the super mario kart app this is a cool idea but my dog would chew this to
0: hell and back
2: yeah i feel like the kids would just chase the dog or they would try and run it into each other no my kids aren't quite that young, Daddy. That's more of like a three and five year old. <laughs> I don't know. I still try and run stuff into my friends. Hmm. Well, okay. So here's the the big
3: update. I, <laughs> I don't even want to while that while I was reading.
1: <laughs> the big update is that before uh, the cart was hooked up to your switch. So if you wanted to play two players, your kids would have to bring the your son would have to have one switch, and another kid would have to have another switch, and both of them would also have to have the cart. Now they both can just bring their carts over and put the switch on the TV and they will have split screen.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: I can't believe they didn't set this up as some sort of like you and your friends bring all your switches over and then it's like an eight person cart race.
1: Well, again, that was the way. Now you don't even need multiple switches. You just need multiple carts.
3: Hmm.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So that was Mario Kart Circuit 2.0. Next piece of news, Sonic the Hedgehog and Monster Hunter Rise. I'm just going to watch this video again
2: just because they're playing well, I, uh, Escape saying, from the City. You're saying it funny. Dude, Escape from the City, that song rules. Sonic and Monster Hunter Rise?
1: Nope, nope, it's Rise. Also, if you look at this, it's actually kind of crazy. They took your your Palico and put them in a big fuzzy Sonic outfit.
2: Yeah, I was gonna. They and you could you be, can make your your dog look like tails. Uh, oh my lord, is this? It's real.
1: I, yep. Okay
0: is that that man in the costume is great.
1: No, that's not a man. That's a palico.
0: Okay, the the palico dressed like a man in a sock. That that's what I wanted it to be when you said Sonic is in here. I I th- I wanted it to just be a big blue person with a hedgehog head.
1: No. But I mean, again, your Palico is very funny. He could spin dash, and he can go, what seems to be, uh, Super Saiyan Sonic when he gets all the emeralds. At least in the trailer, and that's very funny. Also, again, it's Game from the City. It's like, top three Sonic songs.
2: Huh. I guess the video game awards are coming up. Damn it, Getty, you're getting too good at this. <laughs> Our are we doing the thing where you talk over the entire uh, ceremony?
1: That's the plan, as long as there's interest. As of right now, I don't know, Joel's kind of anti-the Game Awards, so that's leaning heavily on me not wanting to be part of this as well. Joel's
0: anti-Game Awards? I mean, if you want me to be here, I'm I'm just going to be a, a wet blanket over everything, though. So <laughs> I don't even I don't think, think I'm around that day. I, I just, you know... I guess I'll be It's tough enough for other award categories for, like, movies and stuff where I haven't watched nearly all the movies. And then we're talking about video games, and it's like, okay, there's no way I've played enough of these at all to have an informed opinion. And uh, also, I just don't care about who wins (laughs) awards. Really? Uh, Game awards are fake news, guys. I just (laughs) think it's fun.
1: I just think it's fun Uh, to, like,
0: get announcements and then... Yeah, I mean, that. that's that's what piques my interest more than anything are the announcements. I, I, There's this weird, like, split between it being an award show and it being another E3. Yeah. And, like, the the award part doesn't matter to me because I don't have any...
2: Is there still, like, a fun category, like, eat fresh Subway uh, game of the year?
1: I wish. That'd be very funny. What, where are the categories?
2: I, uh, I, I have them in front of me.
1: Games for Impact, Best Indie Game, Best Mobile Game, Best Community Support, Best Debut Indie.
2: I wish it were... Oh no, you can do that. You can just category jump. Best Game Direction.
1: Oh. Best RPG. Here we go. We got some Cyberpunk, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, SMT5, and Tales of Arise.
2: I've actually played a surprising amount of these games
1: yeah, I, I have as well. Funny enough, I always think that... You know what? You know what's a very funny category? Most anticipated game. I and, was
0: right on that damn stream right now. And do you yeah. know
1: what's been on there like three years in a row? Sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Thanks a lot, COVID. It's very funny. Oh, it's very that's, funny.
2: that's what you're blaming? Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> Not something so. like, oh, that game is hardly getting made. and It's taking a long time. Nah, that's
0: COVID. <laughs> okay. Nah, COVID, COVID. ruined everything. All
1: right, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Uh, where is it? Best strategy games got inscription on it. I am hyped. I mean, is it? Is it a strategy game? It should be. Did I play a? Did I play a strategy game this year? Shit. Loosely. Try to avoid those at all costs. Best debut indie game: *Kenna Bridge of Spirits*. Sable. Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, and Valheim. I meant to dope about the Sable. That one looked interesting. Uh,
0: what about Best Indie, Alex? What's <laughs> the Best Indie, Canada
1: Death's Door, Canna Bridge Spirits, Inscription, Loop Hero, 12 Minutes. Uh, two of these are not on my Game of the Year list.
2: But you played
1: all of them? I did not play Kenna Bridge of Spirits.
2: It's okay. I'm picking it up tomorrow.
1: I'm getting the physical copy. You can't borrow it. it (laughs) Wait,
2: you're getting a physical copy so I can borrow it? I said, so you cannot borrow it. Wait, why not? (laughs) I heard about this game. I am absolutely in love with it. I have not played it, but I had to get a physical copy of it because I was that excited about it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I heard about it a while ago. I just... uh... I was not into in the mood for that kind of game. That's
2: exactly what I Yeah, okay. Yep. Almost like you're not in the mood for Spider Man and Avengers. I'm not in the mood for. Damn it, Getty. <laughs> I'm not
1: in the mood for Spider Man and Avengers because it doesn't look good. Getty, did you look Alex at the trailer? Is,
2: Alex isn't even going to go back and play any more of the Avengers. I'm going to. No, I don't think you will.
1: Right now, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, then Avengers or Yakuza, we'll see.
2: I mean, I'll probably look at this video, but I'd finish the main story of Avengers. Did you do the Black Panther stuff? I haven't touched any of the side content yet, just because okay. uh, we had discussed that we were probably going to try and play, and yes. then, you know, Extra Life came around, and this next week is going to be Thanksgiving, and then December is just a mess. So. And we still haven't even done the video game homework. Uh, I... I finished the video game homework.
1: <laughs> I did enough of the video game homework. No no Joel keeps saying he wants to go back. He e- wants to go back and do it.
2: Uh huh,
1: yeah. Alright. Is Getty mumbles down? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, sure sure, sure, yeah. Getty okay, just Naruto run out of here. I might. he's in Fortnite now.
2: Is it How all of the characters or is it just Naruto?
1: Uh and let's see here. There's a trailer. And the rest of Team Seven. Okay. okay. Does that mean something? Yes. Okay. Is Naruto a good anime? How much time do you have? It's like seven hundred episodes, and then now they're on the series where it's a son,
2: or daughter. Son. Okay. Oh, and then yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, you uh, it depends, Joel. So it Why is put it this way, I'm. I'm not going to watch it, to be clear. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a very long anime, but there's uh, there's a lot of good in it. There's some, you know, how it gets. Sometimes it's like, Jesus, this thing is still going on. And other times it's like, oh, this is a really heartfelt story. And there's other sure. moments that are super badass, but it falls into the same kind of tropes as DBZ where uh, you'll watch episode after episode hoping for like a fight or a big confrontation and nothing happens, so...
1: We need a Naruto Super. You should Th- those.
0: maybe or give like
2: the first 12 episodes a shot. It's it's funny. It's a little heartwarming. Uh, the characters become called? really badass. Not abridged, but what was the other one? What? Dragon Ball Z Kai.
1: So we need a Naruto Kai. Uh, they're not going to do that. One can dream. Freebies! Freebies this week. Tom Clancy Splinter Cell Chaos... Uh, Where is that, Joel? I think that's the Ubisoft store. Mm, It's a Ubisoft joint? Okay. Ubisoft. We also have Guild of Dungeoneering, where you are a DM building a dungeon around a bunch of heroes. At the Epic Store. On the Epic Store. I'm going to go there. I was going to go there. Mm -mm. Never Alone on the Epic Store. And Kid Amnesia, the art exhibit that has to do with Radiohead's album Kid A and Amnesia, Amnesiac. Uh, is now live for free on the Epic Game Store. I will be getting into that, as I am a Radiohead fan, big fan. Yeah, that's going on my beat list. Yep. Now news. That's how that works. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> news: We broke records. Now you break my heart. Damn, Kenny, that was cold. Let's take a break. We're back. Back with the backlog blog where we play games. Mm. You know what? Let's just recap some of the games we played over Extra Life. Um, we played Extra Life. Uh, we did 24 hours of raising money for charity, marathon gaming. We hyped it up for months and then we did it.
3: We, we did. survived.
1: Uh, we made a record amount of money for donations for the Children's Miracle Network. And we are very proud. Along that way, we played lots and lots of games. It had lots and lots of fun little moments. Some of the things that... Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go around Robin. Uh, I really enjoyed playing Tabs. Uh, totally accurate battle simulator. One, per- uh, one person, specifically me and Getty, controlling uh, the, the troop placement and everybody on the couch telling us how to defeat the oncoming armies and then us controlling the action with slow-mos and cool camera pans. I always
0: like tabs. For, sure. for anybody who has not been watching us before, Totally Accurate, Accurate Battle Simulator is a, uh, well, it's a w- almost like war simulator. So one side will have their enemy setups, and it's like pitting down pieces of different characters from like a Warcraft game. And you get allocation for points on each of the characters you use, and then you let it play it out. So... It, it that's a fun thing, even if you're just swimming around with it at home, but it worked surprisingly well as sort of a hangout game, too. It was kind of fun having Daddy
1: take the controls and a sort of call out to him suggestions. Yeah, and I, I think that that was a, that's a that for me, that's a, a crowd pleaser. Whenever I play that one, I'm always enjoyed. I always enjoy myself, and I think that people enjoy it with me. Uh, Joel, what was your what was a good highlight game for you?
0: Uh, you know, um, probably spider
1: heck spider heck so oh. spider
0: heck was pretty quality I, uh, I i was not in for when you guys uh, uh early adopted <laughs> that game but uh it, it shares a lot of what's great about stick game yeah it's sort of yeah. like yeah. fumbly controls uh just inherent chaos going on from the weapons and the environments except the ability to swing around like a spider adds a lot to the verticality of the levels and, and just how versatile you to be and like the fact you can cling onto walls. Right. Cause there's, there are there a lot of those moments there where like it would end up two people and for a good 30 seconds to a minute, they'd be swinging back and forth, trying to dodge each other or uh, down them, you know?
1: Yeah. I thought it was a, it's a total blast, you know. You're swinging around. Sometimes in anti gravity, you're just like floating in space, and you're trying to shoot like rocket launchers and grenades and laser rail guns. <laughs> it gets pretty wild. Yeah,
2: it's real good. Getty, what about you? Uh, heave ho! So we, I know that you guys have played heave ho in the past, and I know that I've watched it. But the the idea behind heave ho is that. You, your controller, your triggers left and right, each control a hand on your character and you need to get to the goal and you can use your friends like you can climb on them. You can climb on the walls, uh, but just the sheer anarchy and we were, we were loopy for sure by the time we were playing heave ho, but it was just so entertaining because you would like grab somebody and they'd be like, dude, let me go. I'm going to swing and you wouldn't let them go. And then both of you would go plummeting off the map. And when you when you fall off the map, it just like shoots a spray of color, a viscera, yeah, colorful in, viscera in the direction. And then people, Alex, <clears throat> are real mean. And when everybody's sitting in the <laughs> like the goal, he's like, "Up, oh, it's gonna happen." And you can fart your characters, so he would like fart, and people would go flying out of the nest, uh, killing them
1: and then they have to start from the game. Yeah, and then it is yeah. very funny. And
2: then you have to try and get everybody over to the goal again.
1: So. I also like it that like we kept saying like we played it for like an hour and a half and then Getty goes, "Are we done playing this?" and we're like, "Yeah, we could be done." And then he would just like click the next level and be like, "Okay, we're doing it
2: again." <laughs> <laughs> There's so many levels too. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of stupid fun. Yeah. I think I think Kipo's a good uh, a good
1: favorite. Uh, we have some notable moments here uh joel don't <laughs> panic you're panicking you're panicking
0: oh shit i forgot what the context of that is. Uh, we were playing, your, friends. your friends oh and yeah! and you started to yeah, fall that that, that is now that's
1: a battle pass yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh <laughs> That was good I, it's funny I go, you're panicking joel and i was like don't be careful, you got this. Wait, Joel, you're panicking, and you go, Yes, I am. And you started freaking out. Because <laughs> that's the last thing you scream at somebody who's panicking. <laughs> that 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 is my PTSD game for Extra Life every year. <laughs> and that's my favorite. I that's I've played way too much Mount Your Friends. Oh, that for everyone sure. gets mad at me. Everyone gets mad at me. They're like, who here thought that anybody else but Alex would win this?
2: I said that because it's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it, I just like Mount Your Friends. Fun game. I even put everyone's faces I, in there.
0: Uh, yeah. I hope you keep those faces from like a decade ago forever.
1: Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, everyone's face. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, the tournament of power. Uh, Getty being first, Alec being second, and Joel getting third. Uh, congrats to you guys. Uh, the tournament of power consisted of a bunch of games that we played: <laughs> Spider Heck, Shadow Brawlers, Need Hog, and bonus game uh fist of fluffs fist of fluffs that was the secret bonus game that i presented this year fist of fluffs
0: so uh, i i I was real tilted on uh need hodge
1: (laughs) that got very stressful
0: (laughs) yeah yeah all all that effort for (laughs) yeah
2: so little (laughs) it was very frustrating and sad that we punted gang beasts from the tournament of power this year but I wish we had played it because that's another one of those games where everybody just gets so loopy while they're playing and the physics in it are so wonky. Oh, yes. It's okay. Yeah. You guys are all my dead yamchas, So there we go. Smoldering and, uh, crater. The trash talking continues.
1: Uh, you know, we'll throw gang Beast on next time, especially considering it came out on Nintendo switch and I bought it. So <laughs> we have to play it now. It's like the fifth time I've bought that. game. Yeah. I'll always buy that game. That game's fine. It's good. It's
2: very good. Uh, let's see here. Skip to the next one after that. Yeah. Yeah, you owe uh, everybody uh, a formal apology. <laughs> the dating sim wasn't...
1: It didn't have to be that bad. It was bad, but... <laughs> I watched uh, we the played,
2: whole thing, and I'm and traumatized. We play Panzer
1: Medell's and the, you play uh, World War Two tanks. No, no. And each you play a
2: human who's going to a school...
1: To date anime ladies... Who are tanks?
3: <clears throat>
1: they are personified tanks, and uh, they—they're ha- all from different countries, and they all have particular points of view regarding the war and their country's involvement in the war, World War Two. The American was very the American girl was very loud and obnoxious.
0: No comments. I, uh- I I don't know where to broach this. <laughs> uh there's there's no good entry point. So
2: unfortunately <laughs> or fortunately, I don't know how you want to yeah, I'm not sure how to approach this, but the character that Beth had originally started to romance uh was crazy and was also I think I think we can say bad
0: they were bad was that was that the german the german yes. tank
2: yeah the yeah, german. yeah they
0: they went real final solution real quick yep so
1: it's it, it's funnier cuz it, they it, it didn't initially seem that way and then it kind of like jumped to oh by the way this is just the way it is these characters are blatantly their their countries and they're full like representation of what their country is and they're like yeah this is what we got in the war and that's how it is it's
2: like, oh yeah, that's not what it's I a thought real shame how it ended too with your character being court-martialed so
1: <laughs> yeah it kind of ends abrupt where he's like oh yeah by the way you're but they also do <clears throat> one of those like old school 80s movies where at the end they're like this lady end up being uh prime minister and this lady ended up in yeah it's kind of funny they break it all down
2: yeah but at least your character died doing what he loved tanks yeah tanks that was tanks. that was the ending yeah it literally said that
1: <laughs> let's see here we got dedicated meowing in fist of fluffs yeah uh i kept trying to do i kept i don't know what happened i was trying to like i was just enjoying myself a lot and i was also getting very loopy where i started trying to do accents for everything of the different of like you know let well, you play different games like uh what was it um we were playing until not until time but uh uh, dark pictures, and I started doing the accents of the characters, and then that that ended up being kind of upsetting, and then it was, oh, they were playing another game, and I ended up trying to do accents from that game.
2: Yeah. It was very silly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you tried to do voices for the different characters in Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, and we had to that apologize mi- for that. That might
3: have been uh, yeah. And then we did the <laughs>
2: hospital game. Was it Healing Point or something like that? Yep, Healing Point. And the Moving Out game? Moving out was also very good. Okay, yeah. But you you were doing character voices for those, and it was, was pretty problematic.
1: <laughs> I just like to do voices. I do voice work. I feel like I could do, I could do a little bit of voice work. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> Semperfi means no worries for the rest of your days. <laughs>
2: uh, I don't even remember the context for that one. Well, so <clears throat> in... Uh, house of ashes they kept saying semper fi and at one point you said i don't even know what that means and i said alex it means no worries for the rest of your days okay there we
1: go there we go and uh punching a goose is a hate crime yeah which
2: one was that oh I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I wrote that one.
3: Hmm.
2: We'll I, I did, and I can't believe I'd make that up. No, you <laughs> definitely didn't make it up, but I can't remember the context. What games did we play that had a goose in them? I don't think we played any goose games. There was a game that had a goose, I'm fairly certain. And uh, it must have been, well, it must have been
0: earlier in the day, because I stopped taking notes the water of the day Oh, me. yeah,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that we... Not that I could think of. Uh, and uh, we were making fun of uh, our friend who uh, who was playing House of Ashes. And he kept getting upset that the controls were inverted. Or not inverted. And we, we called him a horrible person that day. Like a monster. Who inverts controls? Probably a lot of people. I, I asked Pat from the Gaming Fix... Uh, I was like who inverts controls he goes normal people you monster <laughs> so in-
0: inverted it's when you press down and you look up or move up right yes so it's like airplane controls mm-hmm. yeah I I feel like that needs to be contextual I think that makes total sense for like a flight or vehicle sim but like it definitely does moving but a human moving your head
1: well yeah. people when they move their head they think of there's a stick in the back of the head you move it down to look up that's not what
2: I do at all. No. No. <laughs> Somebody does, but not me. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> so that was very funny. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what uh, what else that we kind of went through here. Uh, I thought that the donation push at the end with just dance was a blast. I did a lot of dancing, and I was not sore the next day. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. And relatively active. But I did some dancing. I busted a move. It was a
0: good. It was a good end cap. Uh, you're right on one thing. It's need to get up and move around to keep the energy up when you're on your last
2: legs. All day, if I didn't get up and take the walks, I did. I would have fallen asleep. I think me and Getty did the most dancing. Probably uh, kicked ass. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Beth. Beth really came in at the end and helped us out there. She was able to do a fair amount of dancing too. We need to find a way to get uh, Hartwig involved, though, because the camera loves Hartwig. Hell, everybody loves Hartwig. But he would not dance. No, he didn't want to dance. We'll get him one day. Yeah, we'll trick him. So that was the recap
1: of our Extra Life experience, all 24 hours, playing a lot of different games, raising a lot of good money. Uh, Along with Extra Life, we did announce that we are starting a Patreon The Patreon uh, is to kind of make a website for... uh, To, like, you know, make a a little bit of a better website. But also to give 90% of our Patreon dollars to charity. Because we love Extra Life. We love having this great time uh, spending with friends and family for a good cause. And I think that we want to keep doing that. So we're not going to do 24 hours a lot. We're going to do just the... Whoa, Getty.
2: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: It was. Um, we want to keep doing the the charity work that we do. We won't do the 24 hours more than once a year, but the idea being that we can raise money year-round. So uh, we have started the Giving for Good Network, or GG Network, where we are helping content creators uh, to raise money for charity, and we have started our own Patreon with the, with our... Full uh, intent of having it 90% towards charity. 10% for any kind of website fees. So that is uh, kind of what we did during our Extra Life. Uh, givingforgood.network. Also patreon.com slash uh, And With that, I'm going to move us on to one last thing. One last thing, giving us one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me, I'm pretty much done with my my game of the year top 10 list. I need I I'm playing two games right now just so I can kind of like get a good like feel of uh, if this is going to be added or not, which one's going to be added. And then I just got to write a little bit about them. So I'm pretty excited. Joel.
0: Uh yeah, I just uh very briefly I want to make special thanks to uh Brock from damage boost Andre and Allison from gaming fits for joining the extra life team. They were definitely a bit part of why we were able to beat last year's goals. They both, they all three of them put a lot of effort in and, and raised quite a bit of money. And, uh, you know, just thank you to them for that.
1: For sure. Yeah. Thanks all around. And also to everybody that donated, anybody that tuned in that watched, that hung out said, hi, encouraged us to keep going to encourage us to talk back, you know, have a conversation, even gave us some troubleshooting advice. That was always <laughs> welcome. It was always
2: welcome. Getty? Uh yeah, stuff and things. I I'll start working on my my game of the year list. I know that that's coming. Alex is going to murder me. I'm not murdering anybody. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh huh. I'm pretty sure you already told us multiple times that it's due like in a week. So Getty Loans died like three times now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He put he. he, All I need to do is if I put a deadline in in a in a project management sheet, he freaks out. He's like, "Oh God, oh God, there's
2: a deadline." Yeah, stressing me out. It's freaking me out. Joel was supposed to write his (laughs) True Colors uh thing in it. It had like a deadline of two weeks ago, and I was like, why is this red? Why? (laughs) That was self-imposed. No one put that deadline but Joel. I was going to start writing it, and I haven't even played the game. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be like my dad writing my papers when I was in like sixth grade. That's how stressed out I was. Did that happen? He wrote like a paper for me. He helped me finish a paper when I was in sixth grade. I think he read what I wrote and he's like, this is trash. And then he, <laughs> he did it for me.
3: So
0: it, it is so easy to slide into that mode, though. Like, my, my son has math homework sometimes. And, and he, he looks up to me as like, give me the answer. And then Joel's <laughs> like,
2: give me this shit. The answer's five. No, you say, Look. give me five dollars. <laughs> Look at the order of operations here. <laughs> you know, they teach you anything in school. And then your kid's like, no, we do math this way. And you're like, that's stupid.
1: (laughs) Back in my day. (laughs) Uh, And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter, at SuperGG Radio, and twitch.tv slash SuperGG Radio, where we have Alec continuing with his Final Fantasy Trek on Sundays. Me playing games on Mondays, Joel and Kelly doing Kingdom Hearts Tuesdays and Saturdays. Podcast on Thursdays. And that's it for now. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at supergg radio.com and provide a review on iTunes. Or the congrats to King Getty as the new host of your choice. What? (laughs) Again, I really gotta read these. Uh thanks for listening, GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. Good game. Good night, everybody.